Hey, Practical Friends, Joshua here, and I just want to quickly tell you about another great podcast that I myself listen to. So, without further ado, here it is. Chosen Ones is a visual novel-style D&D podcast that is a collaboration between several artists and storytellers. It takes place in the first few 100 years of the planet Absalom on a continent known as Varun. To combat the hardships of Absalom, people with extraordinary powers began to develop, known as Sparks. And from these Sparks, a Chosen One could form. This story follows four of these Sparks and the potential Chosen One as they work to discover who the next Chosen One might be. With art for every character, sound design, and an RP focus, there's a lot to dive into. Come watch The Adventure every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time on the YouTube channel Cassie Roll or on Twitter at Chosen Ones DND. You can also find them on linktr.ee forward slash Chosen Ones. Thanks everyone for watching. Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to Practical Heroes with our new campaign, Immortals set in the entirely homebrew world of Eroth. Last time, the party continued on their travels to Mordothak, making a small pit stop in Ripstein, where Ethan did the thing and has now spent like all of his money buying one thing before the actual place that they were going to to find cool stuff, and also the big Airship incident, I guess. That too. But they're mostly there for the cool stuff, let's be honest. And with trades traded and swords... bought... Ethan reassured Yuri that he was always there for him, no matter what. And it's time to find out what Merry was doing the entire time the party were busy trading inside the shop. Also, uh, Ethan, just just tell me, were you a, as we, I'm assuming we've paid and are turning mm -hmm. to leave at this point. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, were you a part of that lovely little gag of Gunlark's? Make okay. a deception check. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this one I'm jumping in on. <laughs> do I need to do a counter roll of anything? I'll do it on your passive insight. <laughs> oh god, my passive insight's shit, so... Alright, let's see. I know! My passive insight's not bad. Is there anything I need to specifically add to uh, the Cold Iron Shepherd? Um, I, I will add it in properly, <laughs> but effectively, if you want to add it in just as notes on the short sword for now, when you're fighting a fey creature, it lets you re-roll the damage again and use either result. But only against fey creatures. So now there's like s just a town square full of snowmen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this point, Mary's like, it's taking them so long, just building more snowmen. <laughs> uh, Quijo has joined in at this point and is building snowmen with Mary. He got bored. Quiro's <laughs> stood perfectly still exactly where you guys left. There's like a light dusting of snow on him. <laughs> I like to imagine he's now surrounded by snowmen from Quijo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ethan got a uh, 12 on that. That matches my insight perfectly. Oh my gosh. So you would, you would probably know he's lying. 
I just look real long and hard at Ethan. <laughs> I'll remember that. And I walk out. <laughs> and uh, oh. Ethan leaves. Sweet. So I imagine after this, you guys set back off on your journey. Um, Ethan, it's worth noting, uh, the crystal isn't the same color as um, the crystals you were mostly seeing. I mean, you saw most colors in <laughs> the Aero Crystal Mines in Dragon's End, but it is a different color. Um, but it's still probably from this region, from what you know about Aero Crystals, the colors do tend to kind of mimic the region. And this is more of like a, it's a very light icy blue that almost matches the ice so from certain angles when the light catches it just right it looks like it's made of solid ice ice i like you <laughs> and it's 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 also quite nice as well like the blade isn't perfect there's like pits and dips in it it's really like rugged it's a nice brutal rough looking sword nice perfect for ethan's edging <laughs> But yeah, as you set back off on your journey, 1d20, someone, Blizz? Go for it, Jared. I because think I knew you were going to stop at Ripstein. Oh, me? Oh, boy. Come on, roll them high. Nope. <laughs> I'm joining y'all. I got a five. Lovely. Five. That's Ooh, that's a fun number. one. Okay. That's a really fun one. What time of day was, what did we get to Ripstein? You got there at midday, um, okay. so it's now late afternoon. Um, which is actually worth noting that it's late afternoon as you're walking down the road mm. and suddenly the sky like starts to slowly darken. This enormous shadow falls over you guys. Like the sky is effectively going black for all you know. Mary, is that the uh, is is that the butterfly? Ah, uh, that's not till spring, so no, no, that is. Um, Gunnard, since you know the weather a little bit, is this normal? I mean, you can I... look up. Yeah, I'm gonna look up. I. <laughs> you look up, um, and you can see. Uh. Yeah, I'll just I'll let you have it. It's it's effectively, from what you're seeing. The underside of the hull of the biggest boat you have ever seen in your entire life. And you're like, oh, it's got to be an airship. And then you realize it is the biggest airship you have ever... Like, you've possibly seen it once passing over Azith, as it does spend a lot of time circling around Azith. As the immense shadow of Promethea passes... Mm. Directly overhead, heading towards Mordothak. Oh, good, we haven't missed it. And for something so large, it is moving scarily fast for something as big as it <clears throat> is. It's a city sized airship. <laughs> well, it definitely looks like we gotta get going. <laughs> well, they're, they're going to stay docked for a few days, so. Oh. We have some time. That's good to know. They need to restock, but it's good to know we're a bit early. I keep losing his accent every time. <laughs> every time. Um, But yeah, with that, the rest of the day passes fairly uneventfully. 
as Mary's moustache slowly peels off her face. (laughs) (laughs) I've repositioned it several times. (laughs) Um, Presumably, much like the day before, you stop at the side of the road and make your camps again. Um, I will not bog us down with the whole evening unless people specifically wanted to get something done in the evening. Um, I do have this down as an uneventful night again. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's dangerous to travel at night, but every time I've like pre-rolled, you've had really calm nights. <laughs> it's because we weren't traveling. Um, it's true. Uh, end of day two, however, as as like evening is falling, uh, our navigator Mary, can you make a perception check, please? I can indeed. I spy with my little eyes. Nineteen worth of stuff. <laughs> you can see um emerging above the tree line oh. the spires of probably considering the dark, edgy clouds that are also hanging directly over it, the peaks of Shades <gasps> Peak. Shades Peak off in the very distant distance. Guys, 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 guys. Shades peak. Shades peak. <laughs> uh, what is... What is Shades peak? Is that something... Ah, uh, it's a... Legendary, dangerous, fun time adventure place. <laughs> I think I grew yep. up in that castle. You grew up there? That's crazy times. Maybe. It's super crazy dangerous up there. When I when I explained that I was from a castle, it was Oh, it, I just assumed you were like thing. putting on. No, when I was, when I explained that to others, they said that was the only castle they could think of that fit the description of my childhood home. Well, uh, maybe after we're done with this uh, current adventure, we can stop yeah, by. Maybe you, maybe you have family. We could just go to the super spooky, crazy adventure castle and just be like, "Hey, found found your nephew." I I don't know if uh, if the Raven Queen would allow me back in the castle. But why why wouldn't she let you back in? She kicked me out. Why? Do you want to go back? We could take her a present. Well, I'd, I'd like to go home. Well, let's, let's just I've pop met by. friends here. <laughs> I don't know if I would be bound back in service again if I were to go back. And I, I have friends now. Uh, your guys' gods are so complicated. You know, I, you say God, I say, well, never mind. Just saying. Can Ethan do an insight check on that? Sure. Go for it. Yeah, I don't know about the uh, whole God situation. That seems a little complicated. Personally, they're like in a war. <laughs> There's like people supporting. Hey, mine's super and a 17. Chill. 17. Do you want me to roll a deception or anything? I'll let you take control over this scenario as it is your stuff. Um... 
there is a distinct amount of like you're i would say you wouldn't be sure if it's embarrassment or just not sure what mm. is okay to be said in polite company kind of thing but it is certainly yeah. something that Seth like caught himself and pulled back on saying what he was gonna say. Okay. That's why I couldn't find it on D D Beyond. It's because it's from my supplement stuff. As we travel through this area, which is touched by Shades Peak, I do need flips with intensity. There it is. A D twenty roll. No, I don't. I don't need anything. <laughs> Ignore me. <laughs> You go to sleep, it's all good. You wake up the next morning, you're dead. Um, all right, well, good game, guys. <laughs> well, we woke up, so... Time to meet my freaky backup character, courtesy of Tasha's so, yeah, of everything. You, you, uh, you, have, you have a fairly uneventful evening, with the exception of learning some interesting stuff about Seth. <laughs> um, and for this final day of travel, I would like one more D20 roll. I I'm ready. It's you, Lindsay. I'm ready. I got my dice from uh, from uh, Dead, Dead Myth. Yeah, yeah, Dead yeah. Stay up there. Seventeen. Hey, very nice. Earthquake. Uh, maybe not so nice. Tornado. Maybe not so nice. All right. <laughs> this is an amazing one. Uh. Okay. So you set off on your journey, Mary. Navigation, please. On it, boss. And our scout, Seth. Let's have a little perception check from you. Uh, as well as our two defenders looking for the close range Went stuff. Um, perception check, you said? Yeah. Wow, that looks like a snow It squirrel. is. Good job. That's yeah, Gunnar's just back to doodling. It's a 13. You've, you've catalogued quite a lot of beasts. That's a 24. That's a Twenty-four. What was yours, Yuri? Thirteen. Thirteen. And yours was twenty-four, you feel? I want at least six of the beasts that Gunark has catalogued to have actually just been snow bales. Love you too, baby. <laughs> there is there is one moment where Gunark you kind of stop and you can see like a shape in the snow and you know who's looking out for these kind of things. Um and you kind of, you tap Ethan on the shoulder and you point out like, look, what is? <laughs> um, and Ethan, you can see there's like a snowdrift um, and it's it's like it's resting its head on the snowdrift as if it's trying to like camouflage and blend in. Mm -hmm. Like the head of a polar bear poking up Aww. on the snowdrift. I, uh, I pointed out to everybody else saying, Hey, everyone, take a look over there. I think it's a... looks like a... And then you notice next to it, there's another head. Oh. It's it's like they've kind of suckered down to hide, but then they're, like, resting their chins on the snowdrift to watch stuff walk Aww. on the road. Okay, so it's more on the cute end than it is a threatening end. You think? <laughs> Let's not try and find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it definitely looks like there's more than one of them. Do we keep going? Just, Pull up my high-powered camera, take a picture of it, and keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Let sleeping bears lie. 
I just, uh... <laughs> having heard this conversation, because <laughs> that was a natural 20, Uh-oh. Um, you hear a series of loud grunts from two that you're looking at directly in front of you, but you also hear behind you as well, and you hear as the snow like erupts up from the ground and these enormous minotaur wearing snow bear <laughs> hoods emerge from the snow shaking the snow off them and one of them just yells and starts charging towards you guys Bananas. on the road Holy. <laughs> uh, defenders is there anything you would like to do as they start charging oh man i can't use my new blade i don't have could it. i could yuri like recall his mind from tales of his mother like seeing if i recognize any of these minotaurs like not recognize them personally but if she's told me about like hey make an intelligence check oh not a history check okay or history yeah that works it was it was a lot simpler back in the pathfinder days in the 3.5 days where it was like knowledge geography get out of here with that <laughs> Gonna, um, ethan basically yells yeah, out yells out loud everyone surround the one thing they did have that i liked uh, that's an 11 11 what are you yelling um ethan? ethan basically runs around and says everybody behind me so like kind of like create like almost like a defensive circle mm-hmm. can uh, i do anything during this like short span of time depends what you're trying to do i'm just Same gonna with try the to scout, yell out because you were keeping an eye out man and i just to, gave away uh, the buckler that had the horn legion emblem on it son of a bitch <laughs> Dang, i'm gonna sucks. try to that just may have helped i doubt it but i might i'm still as gun arc yeah. so i'm just gonna like yell out in minotaur you know basically like stop stop you know okay, make a persuasion we check. are not not foes. And I rolled an 11 on uh, I was going to do the thunderclap trick again. Um, but, like, hold. So are you, are you holding like, it? Wait for, yeah, if wait they, for, if, wait, if it doesn't work with. Yuri and Ethan do anything. It, it was yeah. the, if, it, if Gunark's thing doesn't work, I'm just going to go, halt, boom. Okay. Um, I got a 23. Oof. Nice. So, Yuri, yeah. with your history, you'd. I'd say you'd probably like in this moment because you're just freaking out because it's straight out of nowhere the snow's just exploded and now there's these five buff dudes charging you. <laughs> um, they've got like I mean Mary would probably turn around and be like, "Hey, look, snow goggles." They're all wearing <laughs> like big old snow goggles. Um, but yeah, probably the most you'd be able to recall right now while you're busy crapping yourself. There are Minotaur on the Halidor Isles. Um, most of them live in Dragisht, to the south. Okay. Um, and I'd, I'd say because it is something of, like, specialist knowledge to your background, you would know it is one of the tribes of Minotaur settled there. Um, with your 23, however, they do, like, skid to a halt, like, inches from Ethan and Fuiro as they've got, like, their hands on their weapons. One of them is, like... You can feel his breath. <laughs> no snorting. Like all, you can see everyone's breath. It is a cold morning, um, but they do stop and they all look at Gunark. <laughs> I'll just approach whoever seems to be the leader. The whole time, my hands up in the air, just mm-hmm. speaking in Minotaur. Hey, we we don't have to do anything. 
we're just tr passing through. You don't want to deal with this. Uh, we don't want to hurt anyone. You don't want to hurt anyone. Just let us go on our way and we'll be out of your hair. He kind of like stops and thinks for a moment. It does make it easier to take from what is already dead. It's easier if we don't have to kill it first. Yeah, especially this group here. They're crazy. That guy with the big shiny armor. <laughs> I got You know. He just like leans the <laughs> giant mole on his shoulders. <laughs> waves a hand at the others who will just like stand down. It's <laughs> like this weapon is made of bones. As it's just on his shoulder. He like looks at everyone else and he comes. Hi. I, uh. Sorry. I hold out not Saran's wand, but my old wand, which is fairly uh, finely crafted. And I go, Would you like to do some trading? I can. At least you don't come out empty handed. It was a, it was a trade. What have you got? Oh, I have this finely crafted wand. <laughs> Personally, it kind of gives I, you I like a don't have a whole lot. <laughs> what do I do with this kind of look? You could <laughs> like all of them are like big armored weapons. None of them really look like they use magic. <laughs> you could sell it, or and I, I look to the biggest one. I go, he could use it for a very fancy toothpick. Or you know, there's this, and I'll pull out the trident I have. Their eyes like light up. <laughs> you know, trying to make it a little bit more. Uh, uh, actually, trying to be a little bit more civilized. Oh, and the scythe. I'll pull out the scythe I took from the Black Knight, too. Nice. He makes a perception check. He comes. This leader comes like stomping over to you, Yuri, and just. <laughs> you smell of Minotaur. But you're not. Well, I am. Uh, my mother is Minotaur. And as far as I know, so is my father. I don't know why I look like this. Uh, my mother is Tomo Romalotka. I, I don't know if you would know who she is or not. He kind of like, as you hear, as he hears you say that like your parents are Minotaur as far as you know, and you don't know why you've come out as a satyr, he like takes a very nervous step back. These two also tend to sleepwalk and cuddle. And he he looks over camp. at Gunnark. <laughs> I don't recognize the clothes. What clan? Uh, he he's from the the the, the Wildthorn clan. He's he's blending in over here. Make a deception check. Like Jared wanted to say something there for a minute. Mm. That's a ten. Shit. Doesn't smell like Wildthorn. Well, he likes as you can see. Hey, Gunnark, show him your your cool trick that you can do real quick. I mean, we've also been uh, here for look. quite a while. I, I would think some of the. Uh, I. I'm not from Wildthorn. I'm, I'm not part of uh, one of the main Minotaur clans. There, uh, there are some uh, 
of remaining Minotaur that live where Minotaur used to live, uh, basically. Uh, so I come from Thistlewood. He like, you see it, even though they're already quite pale fur, it's long and shaggy, but you see like what little color there is, like drains. Mm. That's not possible. And I share a knowing glance and then uh, I say, look, we have to do what we have to do to stay alive there. It's not good, but we've done it. And then I will change to Elian. All of them like recoil as you turn into an elf. And then change back and say, we have to blend in, but there are a few of us that kind of remained. He kind of nods and like reaches down to his belt and unclips. It's it's a mace, but effectively it's like stick, skull. <laughs> I love it. Holds so it out little. to Yuri. <laughs> Trade. Uh, sure. Uh, do you want the one or the other, or is it both for yours? So what were you holding out? I was trident. holding the trident and the scythe. For the trident. Oh, put, uh, yeah, that's a good trade. I, this this mace is badass. It actually is. Let me just double check. <laughs> of a bone weapon. Fragile oh. on a nat one and shatters. <laughs> <laughs> but they get splinters in their eyes for an extra d4 damage. <laughs> With disadvantage. Uh, here we go. They're pretty bone. good. Uh... Oh, oh, it's the armor. It's bone armor that has the special property. Cool. So yeah, bone. I mean, you would know because mummy's a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bone can be used for weapons and just effectively replaces the metal and the wood. Okay. Um, so like for stuff like she'd she'd say to you like she often made special wooden swords for example for like this group that she kept calling the druids and that was because they just didn't want anything to do with metal weapons but like a wooden sword sweet but like an actual deadly magical wood (laughs) um so it does seem to have like a similar vibe to like you've seen her make bone weapons chitin wood everything pretty much Okay, not everything, because there's definitely some materials you wouldn't have seen, but you know. <laughs> okay. So it's just like a basic mace, statistic-wise. Bone mace! <laughs> okay, sweet. Uh, so now we... Yuri can bone his enemies. Ah! Uh, as we trade, uh, I'll look at him. Uh, look at the leader guy. Correct me if I'm wrong, you're from the... Uh, I'm gonna use the nickname, sorry, I'm not trying to offend, but you're from the City of Beasts, correct? Yes. It's Uh, not particularly offensive, we... Okay, just... We took the name. (laughs) Fair enough, I just wanted to be sure. Uh, Have there been... rumors of any, like... someone I know possibly could have been exiled there? Uh, I don't know. Yes. Uh, We have many exiles in the town. I believe his name was Yakiv. 
uh, if you haven't heard of him, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know the name. Okay. I appreciate it, and thank you again for the mace. Enjoy that trident, by the way. But it's possible he might have been. There's many exiles in the city. Well, if we ever come around that way, I'm... We are oh. a clan of exiles, and <laughs> they all just <laughs> slam the butts of their weapons into the ice, which, like, cracks. Yuri does it as best he can with the scythe. And he kind of, like, he's looking at the trident as well. It's nice. Spins it round and just throws it like a proper trident throw at one of the other guys. And just, like, <laughs> slides it onto his back. Like, cat, like bends out the way, catches it halfway down. And puts it on his back. Like, anyone, that, that could have killed someone. <laughs> uh, and Yuri will finish it by saying, I, I have a feeling I know why you took a step back when I told you about my parentage, <laughs> all I can say is, I don't think I fit what you think I fit. He, like, nervously chuckles. And... It's possible. And Yuri will leave it at that. I'm trying to uh, convince someone to trade the wand for something. <laughs> Wand here, get your wands, wands, wands here. It's it's very fancy. You, you can you, use it as. Are a... you trying to get anything specific? No, just you know, just I want to I want to do a trade. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's have a look. What do they have? Something. Um, hopefully, something neat and like cultural, but like. If you if you're if you're trying to get like some food or meat, then they would definitely trade some food. They do have like they've got bear they've got wolf there's a fair uh assortment of meats um like some meat or like, <laughs> like maybe a small knife or something made out of bone that'd be kind of cool one of them just grunts and like pulls a small uh sheath and holds meat. it out excellent no trade that and it, it it looks like it was handmade it's like a single piece of bone has been carved down to dagger size and then like some leaves some leather just to give it a nice firm grip have been wrapped around it oh that's wonderful this is beautiful work and i hand him the wand he just starts scratching his back with it <laughs> whatever works for you to be perfectly honest good <laughs> turns around and joins the others still just scratching i uh i like start fashioning a like strap so so i can have it like on the saddle of my and horse the, uh, the lead one kind of turns back to gunark where are you headed uh we're all headed over to mordarthak mm -hmm. uh They all like snort. <laughs> it's like this. It's like their like noise of approval. The leader like snorts. You see the fog of his breath, and then the others are all just like nodding. <laughs> yeah, I'm like visibly nervous, uh, but I will. Uh, I'll basically in Minotaur, uh, re you know, kind of say like, "Thank you, f you know, for understanding, and thank you for the trade." Uh, I'll hopefully, uh, 
you know, you you face fair weather and uh, and are able to uh, find another another catch. If you make any kills that you don't want, leave them and we'll scavenge. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Farewell, clanless one, and pats you on the back <laughs> hard enough that it turned my green screen off, apparently. <laughs> um, like, pats you really hard on the, you're like... <laughs> As he turns around and they all just start stomping off back into the snow. Like, it's it's crazy. They're blending in super well. They're covered in, like, wolf pelts, bear pelts. Ethan finally takes his hand off his sword. Mary's probably spent the whole time going, oh, They're so camouflaged! Oh, no. I'm so excited we yeah. got to see them. No, Mary has definitely spent the whole interaction with the Minotaurs being very yeah. quiet and trying to just be very small and out of the way and not notice. <laughs> like the ground is shaking vaguely as they all stomp off <laughs> and just vanish into good. the tree line. Mary has been in the sled being very quiet and pretending she yeah. doesn't exist. <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, as they walk off it and kind of disappear back into the snow. Mary, can, look it's like at a this. Look how fucking skull. metal this mace is. That's, that's been super like cool. crushed and reshaped. Right? Yeah, that's mace. cool. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, that's yeah. pretty. Talk about, pretty talk about the headache waiting to happen. Oha! I love it. <laughs> I should make a smaller one. That was some excellent talking, as Quido like, claps the two of you on the shoulders. It's like, one on Yuri's shoulder, one on, like, almost Garnark's <laughs> shoulder, <laughs> as high up as he can get. What'd Quido say? Yeah, uh... Some good talking. <laughs> Yuri, one of these days I'm gonna have to ask you to explain to me a little more what these clans are all about, because, uh... Not very knowledgeable in that aspect. In the in the words of Toma, you bring dishonor to your horns by not knowing your heritage. Well, I know my heritage. But you don't know the full heritage of your people. You're right, they all ran away. Not by choice. <laughs> well, <laughs> Time to get moving. Definitely. Yuri just starts running with the sled. Definitely Mary almost flies off. No, just kidding. Time. <laughs> so, with that, yeah. <laughs> with that, you all continue for the majority of the day, uh, and on this, throughout pretty much this entire day of travel, you can see the full immensity of the spine which is this mountain range here uh, mitch points to his green screen for all of you mm -hmm. just listening and not being able to see um <laughs> it is this mountain range that runs almost along one entire side of the halidor isles it's the mountains that back onto dragon's end it's the mountains that the wishing pool is inside of it is the mountains that Mordothak is literally built into. Um, and 
towards uh, the end of this day, um, you can see this immense dwarven and like the ice almost has melted away, but you can see it's been like scraped off to the sides to leave this dirt track road that's like funneled upwards. It's like a driveway effectively. They've trimmed back the trees so that you have this impressive walkway up to this towering citadel that you can effectively only really see half of because the other half is in the mountain. Um, and as this immense citadel is coming into view, you can also just about make out one of the main sails of Promethea cresting the top of the horizon, mostly because it's blocked by <laughs> the mountain range. Otherwise, you'd be able to see massive airboat sails. Uh, and you approach the... Uh, you approach the city, and I have a description somewhere. Now yes, so you give it to us. I have description. How about you? <laughs> it is. <laughs> you, uh, you, you head up through this, like walkway that's been crafted um and this dirt road slowly starts to give way to like heavily worked stone um and you reach like the base of the mountains and it's pretty much solid rock up until this pair of large imposing doors made from a variety of metals there's steel there's gold there's mithril there's adamantine iron banding on the doors it's like different panels made of different metals there are dwarven runes carved into the doors um and as you get within like 10 feet of the door they <laughs> all ignite and flare green um and there is, there are no guards outside this massive pair of metal doors. All there is on the left door is the largest brass knocker you have ever seen. All right, who wants to knock, knock and see if anybody's home? Want to use mage hand and double up on that? I can help with that. And this monk steps forwards. It's uh, it's not quite the same as your sure, why not? spells, but similar. As he just like places two fingers on the side of his temple and holds out a hand towards the knocker. I hold out a hand as well and cast a mage hand. And so I'll this use mine as well. thing's apparently huge, so we're mm -hmm. probably going to need more than one. <laughs> Yeah, so between all of you, it slowly like, and then you let go and it hammers into the door. Um, and like, there's this, this sound echoes through the mountains. It's like it's carried around three, four, five of the mountains and then brought back to you magnified tenfold. And as this echo of the knock dies away you hadn't noticed it before but there was like a small stone embedded 
into the mountain quite near where you guys are, and a small dwarven rune just flares on it, and you hear. Hello. Hello. Oh. <laughs> sir, visitors to Mordothak. Yes, sir. Right, you all got your licenses? Yup. I do. Hang on. Miri will start digging in her in her pack. That's all right. We're sending up someone. You, you don't need to have it ready right now, but someone will be with you shortly. Thank you. And the room shortly. flares out. <laughs> hey guys, uh, I have a confession to make. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a license. Don't, don't do don't magic. Have any spells. Uh, That's true. Uh, he looks he at the group. No reason that. Uh, just so you guys know, I don't have any oh. either, and I don't plan oh, on getting good. any. So, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> I don't do magic. Yeah, you don't. Don't do magic. The doors slowly open, like these immense ten feet doors, and this tiny dwarf just comes <laughs> happily walking out, full like heavy mithril plate armor. And just right. Evening, licenses. Sorry, we don't like it. It's a compromise uh, we have to I make. Don't, I don't cast magic, licenses. Here you go. Right. Yeah. Me neither do I. Me. Neither. Anyone else? I uh, hold out mine. I surely had gotten that at some point during the downtime. Yeah. You would. You would have had the basic one, certainly. <laughs> Because that's what you were told to get. <laughs> the one that registers you for your cantrips. Mm -hmm. And I believe your first level spells, if I remember correctly. Um, so you have those spells registered under your name, yes. Probably don't have my new ones yet. Even my new first no. level spells. Uh, no, here you are. Right. You, and he looks up at Gunnark. Do you do any of the magic? All right. What about you? And he—he he seems a lot happier and a lot like more comfortable talking to the halfling who isn't <laughs> like two hundred times his size, like Gunnar. Also active. So I look up at him and I'm <laughs> here is mine. Uh, as you can see, it is—it's uh, got all its stamps and uh, great. I hope you don't they mind all, the lamination. Are they all up to date. Yep. Actually, just recently got mine, so. Mary's right. like the most like in tow with the law of any of us, I feel. Well, they all seem to check out. Thank you. Hey, hey, real quick, if 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 I happen if uh Embriel happens to bless me with more knowledge while I'm here, do you have a registration office? That we do. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, uh, if if any of you happen to spontaneously develop any sort of magical ability, don't worry, we do have registration here. So, not the end of the world. Just hold off on the enchantment magic in uh, inside. Hold off, ideally, on casting any magic inside, unless your life depends on it. Uh... We'll know. I, I typically conduct my business using some magic, just disguise self, uh, for right. clothing. It's uh, a, it's a simplest. It's it's uh, a compa I I hold out my my hand with, uh, my companion 
Are you one of the? He's like he's thinking. He's like, what's the? And you hold out the piece. Maybe the, ah, the companions. Yeah, with my with yeah, my three rings. Just that's like, all above board. All right. Anyway, so I just wanted to make sure, in case I did conduct any business, I wasn't going to attract the guard. For uh, not all, interrupt uh, uh, fact. my client. Uh, that is not a problem, sir. Uh, in fact. Uh, I have it written here somewhere. It is one part of somewhere. Um, they do have one somewhere. There's a resident. I can't here. remember exactly where. Yes, <laughs> I can't. I have it written in my notes. I can't remember where. It's on. It's in one of the places on one of the levels, which is really helpful for my life. If they're a den parent, I absolutely have to go meet up with them. <laughs> Effectively, yes, there is someone here who has established uh, there is a there is a companion's residency here in Mordotha. So uh, keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times, please. And uh, welcome to Mordothak. And he starts heading inside the doors. I hop off my horse and lead it in. Well, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Seth finally got off his high horse. Ah! <laughs> I'm not going to walk. I bought a horse. <laughs> yeah, so you, you head inside Mordothak and he's waiting by what effectively looks like a minecart. There's no track. It's got bigger wheels and there's this like... For, for meta game purposes, there's an engine effectively just strapped onto the back of it. It's like this combination of steampunk magic stuff. Everybody in, don't get out until you're inside the city. Welcome to Mordothak. I warily step in because I've never seen anything like this. If anyone does happen to stick an arm outside of the cart at any time... We have many very talented, very capable Arcanomancers in town who will fit you with a new arm. He like smiles <laughs> and like slaps his palm against the wall and you see it glow underneath his hand and the doors shut. Everyone climbs in and it just starts to head off. It's like it's it's a bit of like a roller coaster ride, effectively, you go. There's some down, there's some up. You twirl around some corners, there's a couple of bends. There isn't a loop-de-loop, -loop, unfortunately, mainly because they haven't invented seatbelts yet. Um, <laughs> but after like a five-minute autonomous minecart ride into the city, you arrive in Mordothak proper. Um, it is... This level is effectively underground it is in like the heart of the mountain um so welcome to mordothak proper and that is where we will end this session as evening and night is falling and you have reached the dwarven citadel yes oh yeah of mordothak there is so much stuff <laughs> nice. to play with. Mary immediately starts running around <laughs> everywhere and looking at everything 
and poking all of the stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practicalheroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.